Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding Feminine Chaos. The feminine's capacity for chaos, the gifts of chaos, unconscious chaos versus conscious chaos. How can we work with chaos energy to create? How does what does it have to do with manifesting? A lot. <laughs> Um, the maturity level of working with chaos, like where is the chaos that is moving through us coming from? Is it coming from our five-year-old inner child who needs attention? Or is it coming from a really high-level mystical wisdom aspect of self that's bringing chaos to deepen us into, let's say, soul truth or something? Uh, This conversation... I don't know. I loved it. You're going to have to let me know what you think about this one. It's different. Um, It's different. It's two of us having a conversation. It's us just kind of really going for it. It's Karen Reese, Dr. Karen Reese of the Rewilding team. Um, I reached out to her today. So here's the little inside scoop. Uh, This is the little additional something, something. Um, that I don't share in the main body on the YouTube video of the conversation. Um, So it's on feminine chaos, right? And of course, whenever I start stepping into a topic, the energy of that topic starts to move. It starts to stir. And so it's like chaos ensued in my environment. There's um, the lawns are being mowed. There's just like chaos starts happening in my body because I start to, you know, embody chaos to be able to speak to chaos. And anyways, I reach out to the team like, oh gosh, do we record this today? Do we record this tomorrow? Do we do it as a live on YouTube? Something feels off about it. Hint, hint, this is chaos's greatest gift. Maybe not greatest, but one of the greatest gifts of chaos is chaos to get us to truth and it was like something is off about the podcast there's something more there's something greater there's a better way to do this at least this episode anyways we'll see i loved it so much that i definitely want to do more of these but i want to hear what you all think right just because i loved it doesn't mean you're going to love it um although i think you're gonna love it i feel like having a two-person conversation in this way or just kind of being asked or being held in a different way in the conversation allowed for more to come through, allowed for a deeper depth to come true, allowed for more wisdom to come through. Uh, But again, I'd love to hear what you think of it. Um, Best way to do that is either in the Facebook group, which there's lots of conversations happening around chaos in the Facebook group and around feminine chaos and the goddess archetype Eris, which is an aspect of chaos that we can kind of look at and work with if we're into archetypal energies. Um, Or you can come and hang out on the YouTube video and leave a comment. I'm always there the first couple of days responding to everything um, as much as I possibly can um, the first couple of days after a video comes out. So would love to just hear what you think of this because it's kind of a new, it's a little bit of an experimental thing for us, but we loved it. I know Karen loved it. Um, I certainly loved it, but would love to hear from you what you think of it. Okay, that's enough of this like wild, crazy intro. <laughs> to chaos. All right, with that, um, enjoy the episode. Let me just throw it over to you, Sabrina. You've been feeling into the 
feminine capacity for chaos and particularly around this feeling we have so often in the feminine that we're just the too much woman. We, we create chaos and we're too much for everyone and we've got to put a lid on it. So, yeah, just just get us kicked off around feminine chaos. Yeah, I love this. And I think a really good way to bring us into this is sharing a little story about a men and women's workshop. So Rewilding for Women was all women for a long time. All the workshops, retreats were all women. We decided to open it up to a lot of the women's partners, male partners, <clears throat> to come to a particular workshop. And it was one of the most fascinating things for me to see is having worked with women and in the feminine, like feminine energy, feminine energy, and even masculine energy, but still in feminine based beings where it's more identified with the feminine mostly. And to watch how the chaos nourishes the feminine. The chaos, the like madness, the wildness, the loud music, the dancing, the 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 talking, the just like moving a lot of energy all over the place. It was like nourishing. It enlivens the feminine and you could then watch in the masculine where it's so exhausting. Like you would just, you would watch these masculine essenced beings. Again, this isn't gender at all. They're just more identified with masculine, but you'd watch these masculine essence beings in this energy that us feminine essence beings could be in for four or five days straight, right? And they're there for an hour and they're like, can we have a little bit of silence, please? Like, we gotta, I just need, I just need a breather. This is exhausting. And that's, kind of my first like real tangible glimpse at this, what we're kind of attempting to dive into is the feminine's capacity for chaos and the masculine's relationship and masculine's capacity for chaos as well. And you know, what is that? What are the gifts of this? What, like, what, what is this wildness, this chaotic creation? And, and kind of want to, turn things on its head in this conversation, Karen, like see if we can, you know, like broaden the way we think about things or like blow up certain belief systems that we might, that might not be valid for us around chaos and feminine versus masculine or how does creation relate to chaos? What is conscious chaos versus unconscious chaos? How are we, how are we constantly working in chaos because we are whether we know it or not but maybe if we can start to become more conscious of the fact that we are always working in chaos how is that going to change our capacity to manifest how does that change our 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 relationships so anyways before i just take us off down a wild road i'll pass it back over to you and see i don't know what's landing what you're feeling seeing sensing yeah i'm really feeling this um these two threads of like working with someone else in your chaos and what are you bringing in what are you expressing what's needing to be be expressed between us and um our own capacity to hold ourselves amidst chaos that we feel in our environment like what we were talking about 
um, when we got on our call today, like we're both going, we're amidst chaos here. How can we sit down and even have this conversation? But we can hold ourselves in that and come here and, whew, you know, how do we increase the capacity for that um, ourselves rather than um, having that provided for us by somebody else, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Or love that. And then also, you know, maybe we can speak to how do we hold space for chaos if, you know, we're kind of maybe leaning more into a masculine role and there's chaos in our environment. Like you and I, it's, you know, coming into this episode, it was like there's chaos in our environment, but I'm holding this masculine thread of I'm witnessing it. It's moving through me. I'm, I'm letting it, um, I'm not getting hooked into it or attached into it. It's more of like, what is the wisdom in this chaos? What is, what is it showing me? What is it teaching me? What is it, what is it, what is it here for? Right? So it's like a different relationship where I'm not necessarily the chaos. My, the chaos is showing up in my environment, but my relationship to the chaos and so like twofold up like what you're saying is how can that be a wisdom practice how can you know i really develop that and have this amazing relationship so the chaos is my teacher chaos is a gift and what is there for me and then also on the other side of <laughs> how am i embodying chaos and wielding it as more of maybe a feminine way of working with chaos where you're not the witness to chaos relating to chaos you are you are the fucking chaos and how do we come into like next right relationship around being because <laughs> i know damn well i've got an amazing capacity to become chaos like i will become a tornado and fucking rip through some shit so quickly and I've also held the other side of that coin where I've been in intimate partnership with someone who is more chaos than I am, who is more feminine, more chaos, more heiress, if we want to talk about an archetypal energy of chaos, more heiress than I am. And so, I don't know, I just feel like we can have this amazing conversation. And I'd love to, Karen, you know, like make it tangible, like how the fuck does this relate to life? Like, how, how does this relate to my daily life, my career, my relationship, my babies, my, you know, whatever. So no pressure in <laughs> where, yeah. where I are co-creating this conversation or steering it. But yeah, just, that kind of felt important is to just like really aim to make this so like something yeah. to sink your teeth into. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that thread in because it's giving me chills. It's like starting off with that conversation about um, being in, in circle, your example about being in circle. And and we love, like you have this capacity to whip up this Shakti storm, you call it. And we love that because is it because we're re releasing something we're keeping a lid on all the time? And and next level um what are we keeping a lid on all the time that we can consciously work with every day to like let the shakti 
flow through us so that we can then serve our life and everyone around us more consciously. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So just to maybe bring words to um, those who are hanging out with us in this moment of, you know, Karen's talking about this, like, I don't know, it's almost an embodiment practice, really like a feminine embodiment practice is we could boil it down to that to make it like tangible and sink your teeth into it is a feminine embodiment practice of just like unleash the chaos, like unleash the energy like step into it open up to it like you're saying like take the lid off of it like let the lid off of it and one of the gifts and what i'd love to do is reveal like see how many gifts we can uncover and you know what is the gift of what are the gifts of chaos and and so if we if we give chaos freedom right like we give it room to move through us one of the things is that chaos can actually help us to process it can right it's like the chaos can help us to process unprocessed emotion you know like if if i let myself go into the chaos i can i can actually let myself go into the grief i still have over my dog that died that i you know didn't quite get to the grief right or i can i can get to the you know, irritation in my gut that I just haven't quite felt yet. So, you know, this is kind of getting to like chaos gift number two, which is fucking truth revealer, right? Like one, it's this move a lot of energy. Awesome. Like move a lot of energy. You can process like unprocessed emotions, trapped, stuck energy, all that stuff. And in that process the gift number two is it takes you to deeper truths like chaos as truth teller and so you start to let chaos move through like you know sometimes in my body i will not want to feel that there's there's chaos happening like right now i know my right shoulder is jazzed up which is jazzing up my neck which is jazzing up like my right breast and somehow weirdly like my chest now this is my right side and there's there's it's chaos. Now I could ignore it and then I'll end up at a chiropractor or the, who knows, or I can go in and go like, okay, what is this physical? You know, this is really just like physical doorway and there's emotional doorways in there's thought pattern doorways in there's all different doorways in, but just physical. And I go in and it's like, okay, there's chaos that's happening. I can feel the physical sensations of it. And I can start to like, let the energy move. That's the processing of it. Like, okay, like, great. It's like a tornado. You think of it as literally a tornado, you know, just like a tornado, like a windstorm. It's just, it's enormous. That's the energy of chaos, right? It's like, there's shit blowing all over the place. <laughs> it's fucking moving. And so you can kind of invite that in and it starts to move through. And then, you know, as it starts to move through, it's like moving the debris, it's moving away the trapped, blocked, whatever energy. And you start to get to a deeper truth. Like, fuck, I actually feel weight of responsibility on my masculine side. And it's giving me a deeper truth. And this is actually like a legit true story for me in this moment. And I've deepened into this in meditation, but I've done it through chaos because it's creating chaos in my fucking life. It's creating chaos in my body and to go in and go, okay, here's the truth that my body's revealing to me. 
is that I'm working through a relationship with responsibility, like Saturnian, very masculine responsibility, the weight on my shoulders, what am I carrying? That's why my shoulders jazzed up. So chaos in this example is one processing, moving through the energy and the emotion and also getting me to the deeper truth to reveal what it is that chaos is wanting me to see that I haven't been able to see before. Yeah. Yeah, one that's so beautiful and to and just so feeling um how you're doing it that in the moment and allowing that and you know hard for me to sit still. <laughs> um and I'm feeling a thread here of like your willingness to do it. And sometimes, you know, we hear in our spaces this unwillingness, like I'm afraid to go there. And and that is one level of awareness, actually. A lot of people don't even know they're afraid to go there, right? So yeah. being able to admit that is um, a gift. But then next level, doing it, you know, um, we, we, we armour ourselves up. And like in this moment, I could be completely armoured up about the chaos that could ensue if there's, if there's, you know, a lot of noise coming through, my dog starts barking, like the garbage truck goes past. There could be, I, I could be completely armoured up about that and worried about it and it could sort of be throwing us off. But like willingness to allow that to be there and um, I guess it's surrender. I, that's exactly the word that's been just sitting with me of like, ooh, and we're getting to gift number three, right? Like chaos gift number three is how much chaos, here, I'll just ask this question like this, how much chaos do you need till you let go? How much chaos do you need until you surrender and turn it over to something greater? So if we go into high mystical truth and we start working in that realm with chaos, which is a very valid and very wise wisdom filled realm, it's okay, well, how much life chaos needs to be delivered to you to surrender over to something more wise than just our little mind or our little control thinking that we have control over our life and surrender over to something greater. Something else I want to share, Karen, before I lose this thread is you just started perfectly speaking to the flip side of the relationship to chaos, right? So what you're talking about is that you were like, I could in this moment um, get really anxious about this possibility, this chaos in my internal external environment, this kind of chaos coming in, this kind of chaos, this, 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 this. And, and you would end up creating chaos in yourself, right? Like you would end up creating that anxiety. You would end up creating chaos. Like chaos external can invoke and create chaos internal, even if it's perceived chaos on the outside, because none of those things are actually happening right now, right? But you could legit create the chaos without the chaos out there. But what if that internal chaos then attracted the external chaos? Right? What if what if that like vibratory resonance, you watch it happen all the time. We just don't catch it because it's hard to see. But we watch it. You watch someone like, I will whip up a chaos storm in myself. It hasn't happened in the environment, but I'm about to fucking manifest it. Because shit's powerful, right? Like chaos is a, it's extraordinary energy. So here's, you know, gift number four, it's creation energy. Everything gets created out of chaos. 
comes from the void, then it goes chaos and everything gets created out of chaos, right? It's just like raw, wild energy from all over and it's fucking chaotic. And then it takes form, right? The chaos organizes, it organizes into form and it takes form. And like we can tap into all of those. We are constantly working with all of those principles. We're just not conscious of it. We're just mostly unconscious of it. And so your anxious chaos creation potential, right? That like, depending on how alive, how awake you are in your own energy body, in your own light body, in your own shock, you know, like how a lot depend will determine how powerful you are moving shit in the external, right? And the more alive and the more awake, and the more powerful we are. Well, f- fuck, we gotta watch that anxiety shit because you are going, <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So yeah, I, I don't know. I just love that we're getting to these, um, these wisdom principles in this <laughs> wild, wonderful, chaotic as fuck kind of a way. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm feeling too there's a, um, I mean, one of the things striking me about um, keeping the lid on the chaos and it creating anxiety is that then um, you, you, you blank out. You, you really can almost leave your body because it's too much for you. And what, what um, I mean, it, I guess it takes training to, be conscious of when that's happening and bring yourself back down into your body and like becoming better at that. But what um, I suppose the question I'd throw you is, okay, you perceive chaos in your environment, say, what do you do? Yeah. What then? Yeah. Or you perceive it in your partner, right? Like, so we're talking about just our world, which is, yeah, that's happening all the time. It's crazy. There's chaos all the time. But let's also throw in chaos in your partner, right? You're you're watching chaos happen in your partner. And so that's where we get to look at what is our witness capacity, our capacity to stay present, our capacity to stay with chaos. How deep can we take chaos? Do we have the the training, like you were saying, you know, like training to take chaos to its wisdom? Because we can always take chaos to its wisdom. There's always the potential to take chaos to its wisdom, but it takes this staying power. It takes this not numbing out, right? Like what you're saying is it's like, turning away, running away, numbing out, like how many women who are very feminine essenced or men who are very feminine essenced, just people who are feminine essenced, how many of us very feminine essenced beings have experienced the walk away? Like, I, you're, that's too much. Like, I, that's someone else's inability to be present to Chaos, that's their coping mechanism to chaos. That's it. That's all it's showing you. It's not even personal to you. Of course, we take it incredibly personal, but they're showing you their capacity to stay with chaos, their like level of where they're at with chaos because 
The chaos always has a wisdom. It always has a purpose. It's always doing something, whether it's processing emotion, whether it's taking to deep truth, whether it's trying to create something, whether it's trying to sometimes chaos, sometimes the feminine essence being, let's just talk relationship really quick. Sometimes what's happening is <laughs> chaos needs to fucking happen in a relationship, in a team, in a group setting, it needs to fucking happen. Like there, there is a shake up, wake up that's needing to happen. It just, it that's at a tipping point, a breaking point, right? It's like the organization hits a point where it's now, it needs to disorganize. It's a constant organize, disorganize, organize, disorganize. It's a principle. It just keeps going around and around. It's like seasons, you know, like spring goes into summer, fall, winter. It's the same thing, right? Organize to disorganize, organize to disorganize, organize to disorganize. You watch it, empires, they get created and then they fucking crumble. It's just it's, it's the nature of the beast. It doesn't stop. But it's like the same, it's the same thing. There's a constant death and a constant rebirth, this constant organize to disorganize, organize to disorganize, to just keep doing it all over again. And uh, sometimes in a group setting, or in a relationship or you know whatever the dynamics are the disorganization needs to happen like it's at the tipping point it's at the breaking point like it can go no further and chaos needs to ensue it just has to it's like natural law has to happen and oftentimes it's the one who holds the greater feminine essence and the greater capacity right the, the capacity to do it the greater feminist it's because you just can't help but embody the fucking shit you just can't help but embody it and so for those of there are some people here who are listening i'm sure of it who you don't even know when outside chaos hits you you just become chaos and you don't know what the fuck happened you just become an emotional shit storm and you're like i don't i was fine i was happy it was sunshine and rainbows a minute ago dude walked into my world right partner walked in and like what the fuck i became raging chaotic crazy beast that's because the dynamics needed chaos that person needed chaos got to a tipping point now it's like it just has to happen it just has to happen and here's the crazy part is the feminine right gets told she's crazy when it's like actually you're the one who's disassociated from what needs to happen right i'm not crazy i'm actually delivering a great great gift because you're unwilling to go there i'm i'm literally erasing you i'm erasing our relationship i'm erasing us into the next deeper truth the next greatest disorganized to reorganize into what is now true what wants to be created now and that's just like and that's going to keep getting louder and louder and louder as we become. So there's this archetypal energy, an emerging archetypal energy of chaos. It's the goddess of chaos and discord. We're starting to see in astrology, people are talking more and more about Eris. It was like Pluto. When Pluto first came around, we first discovered Pluto. Holy fuck. We have this underworld, right? And then we started to see union analysis. We started to go, oh my gosh, there's this whole unconscious. There's this subconscious. That's fucking Pluto. But we didn't start doing that, you know, like however many generations ago. Like we weren't concerned about, like what? We just needed to fucking kill a deer to eat some food because we're hungry. Like we ain't worried about the unconscious, man. Like not my problem. I just want to eat. But our next archetypal energy that's coming 
after Pluto, it's the next planet or whatever it's considered now. I don't know. what Whatever we're labeling Pluto and Eris, who knows? They'll change it again. Lord knows. But this is the one that's now, we're now starting to, as above, so below, as within, so without. As Eris starts to come more and more into our awareness and you start to just see it in the collective. She's starting to be talked about more. Who is this Eris archetype? What is this fucking planet? Why are all the astrologers now starting to include Eris in charts, right? Why has she been so loud in the astrology the last few years? Because she is ready to be more and more embodied, more and more embraced. And it's the gift of chaos. It's becoming more conscious. It's always been there. It's just now we're being asked to become more and more conscious of chaos, of chaos creation, of chaos principles, of chaos gifting, of feminine archetypal energy of chaos. Enough like tabooing it, enough demonizing it, enough not understanding it, enough of, of all that, right? That's when we've pushed it into the underground. It's been in the underground, in the underworld, in the unconscious, in the hidden. Now it's like, okay, and there's this reclamation piece that is waiting to happen and is happening. And we're starting to see it and we're starting to have to look at our relationship to chaos, whether we're embodying it as the feminine or we're in relationship to it as the masculine, holding space, witnessing it. That was, that was a long answer. And I don't even know if I answered your question, Carrie. <laughs> I love that we've gotten into um, the Eris archetype and this conscious versus unconscious chaos that we create. And I, and I could really feel this tangible thread of like we have for many decades now, like we have, we've seen the rise of divorce. It's like people um, just create chaos that way because they have to it serves evolution like I remember saying to my ex-husband when I told him I was leaving like you'll thank me one day and he does now he does now it's it served the evolution of both of us I didn't even know how in what way that was going to happen but you know all this thing like you know you should leave your job but you don't you think you can't and then you get fired you know, you the chaos is there and has to be expressed, or you're expressing it because it's it's in the people around you, and you like you said, your partner walks in and you blow up. So um, yeah, I'm feeling like as this archetype emerges, like we consciously now do shadow work. Do we need to be doing our chaos work? Like what what happens next? <laughs> Where Good one. Yes, an unconscious kind of uh, working with chaos, and and yeah, and 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 leading into what we create. I think we haven't touched on that enough too. Like that, that harnessing that power, yeah. what we can do with it. Yeah. So here's when you were speaking. This is what was like coming in so loudly for me is. Um, I know I need to leave my job. I know it. And I could, boom, go have that conversation today. Boom, done, moving on. Or I can expend an enormous amount of energy to create the chaos necessary to get me fired. And that'll take me 
weeks, days, weeks, months, versus I just quit because I knew, boom, done, this energy gets to be used in a very conscious way, not for to get me out of something that I already know or not to back up my truth when I could have easily made that choice right now, right? This is like becoming conscious fucking creators. This is actually using our power very consciously. This is part of that whole like enlightenment, empowerment, like you, you, we're constantly creating. We are magnificently powerful beings. We're constantly creating. It's just that we're using 98% of our juice to create unconsciously because we don't trust that intuition or we don't give ourselves the space to even hear the intuition that that job was done, is done. So our, our soul, we can talk about it in terms of like our soul, our, our soul has to access these resources that go behind the mind like well okay i'm gonna have to go access all of this additional juice from wherever so that i can create this enormous amount of chaos so that you get out of that relationship so that you leave that job finally and in that you've just wasted six months and all of your life force all of your juice to create chaos when you could have just said got the hit, got the intuition, I'm done, right? That's, and that's that whole growth and evolution into becoming more and more conscious creators, more and more powerful creators, more and more aligned with our deep inner truth. Mm. It's bringing me back to surrender again, I guess, because it feels like we, fear just stops us. Like, I can't, I can't. I can't just quit. That's like this thing about, oh, just just jump off the cliff, grow your wings on the way down. We love those sayings. Do we do do we do it? Like, fuck no. It's terrifying. We need this whole story, right? Like we also just we love the story. We love we love creating the three months of work drama. Right. We love it. We love it. And if that's what we're creating, that's the level that we're at. And that's what's serving us. We don't need to be doing it. But at that level that we're living at, we need it. We need we need it. It's it's just part of our evolution. And that's where we're at. And so and then we like at the end of it, we're like, well, it was so fated. I got fired anyways. Right. Like you're going to create the fucking story you need to get out of the thing, like, oh, it was so faded. Yeah, okay, you knew it three months ago, you could have the conversation. But if you need this whole story and this whole buildup of like, oh, well, my partner cheated on me. Well, you could have, you probably created that bullshit too because you needed to play out your victim story so that you weren't the bad guy ending the relationship. Instead, you pushed him to another person and then you got to get your own story of like, oh, woe is me, right? Just another but I mean, that's a whole nother separate, like, where do we source our power from? And there's a lot of sourcing of power and victim, right? But like, I love that we're talking about, because creation and chaos, they go hand in hand, right? They, they go hand in hand. It's a hard, like mystical concept for the mind to grab, but at least we're like, I don't know, sprinkling into it. Like, I don't even feel like we're dipping a toe into it. I feel like we're just like sprinkles around what, it's high wisdom it's high like mystical law and creation yeah so um 
how do we harness this power, this mystical law? How how do we consciously create, um, recognize chaos in our lives? Go towards it rather than away. We often often think of this in membership, living close to the bone. When you're like, oh, it's too close to the bone, and we're in in that you know in that monthly program training everyone to like go there go there work with that edge that's where the magic is right now like yeah how do we do that with chaos gosh I love it Karen I love what you're touching on and um I weirdly just want to ask you that question like before I dive into it like what is it that's bubbling up for you like how do you how do you work with chaos you know yeah before i dive into it i just i'd love to hear what you see yeah. work with it one one of the um what two things like two threads are coming to mind here it's just like um you know in my training as a writer doing my phd it was like um the incubation phase something's coming you're about to create something and it's not ready it's and you've got to sit in it so it's the willingness to sit in it and go i'm feeling something it i it, i i don't feel good about it i'm just going to stay with it not you know try not to express it too wildly <laughs> outwardly but work with it on an inner level yeah and and doing that through embodiment practices and 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 it has it feels to me like it has to be grounded in that coming back to discovering the truth beneath it has to be coming back into your body and the truth that can be revealed is that oh i'm just expressing what's around me yeah. and and not that that's a let off that's like such wisdom it's like compassion for self um not having to beat yourself up because you're you've just gone wild it's like no that's there but but bringing it back to well what's true for me right now what um uh i guess a, an example i would give is even us having this conversation and i said to you well we could have i thought i thought of this two weeks ago and never said it because i was like oh nah nah that's too scary for me <laughs> and then um suddenly here we are talking about chaos in you know amidst chaos and, and um it's beautiful but um i knew that was there yeah and i, I feel like um, in seeing other people struggle with that as well, like I, I, I know I don't want to go into it. I'm afraid of what of knowing what's there. Like if I know, I'd have to leave my marriage, or I'd have to leave my job, or I'd have to move out of this place I live in. It's terrible for me. I'd have to do something I don't really want to do. So it's, um nonetheless it comes back to me for me it comes back to working every day in your body that's been the, that's been the piece for me that I learned from you over these years of work yeah for sure wow there's so many threads in what you just shared um 
one, just like deep bow to all the wisdom that you just shared. And yeah, so tangibly and beautifully. And if I can just like kind of, I don't know, riff off of some of those to maybe offer a couple of other things or, um, actually, let me just feel for a second, um, for myself or, you know, how chaos shows up for me here. Here's one thing is this kind of came off of your conversation or what you just shared is what if you were legitimately to live with as little attachment to outcomes as possible? Because then we actually are able to get to a deeper truth and the surrender. We live life in that surrendered over to the greatest unfolding because I don't have a, well, the greatest unfolding, but don't take my marriage away. It's like, okay, well, then that's not the greatest unfolding, right? We have all these conditions around the greatest unfolding. I want my greatest potential, but don't make me have to be on a YouTube video doing a podcast with Sabrina. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> I was just like, it was just such a good, right? But it, there's, there's these like conditions. we And so one of the practices is to like, this is such a silly way of doing it, but this is just my way is like, I don't care. I, I, I don't care what it looks like. I don't, I don't care. I just, I, I don't care if this is meant to end. Why would I want to stop that? Right? If, if that is genuinely the greatest unfolding that this relationship is meant to end, why would I want to stop that? That's crazy that I would want to stop that. Right? Or if it's like whatever it is. And so whatever kind of practices we're drawn to or you know like you're talking about living close to the bone that's that like just like living that razor's edge of what's your truth what's your truth what's your truth what's your truth how do you find it how do you hear it how do you deepen into it right how do you resource yourself so that you can have the courage to to make those choices right to to follow your own truth your own breadcrumb trail whatever that is and so i think that's that's one piece around the letting go of the outcome like who do we think we are to know, right? Like I have such a limit, I, this thing is so limited. <laughs> um, and I think the other piece that's coming up for me and how to, you know, how to work with chaos is like becoming more and more aware of what it feels like in myself, what it feels like in the world, what it feels like in another. You know, I just, am, I get so curious about it. I watch it and, you know, how different people express chaos through them is different. And so just like this infant, like I'm just this like crazy voracious student to chaos, to, to many things, but chaos, definitely one of them. And just like, wow, wow. Like I got to watch my partner fucking melt down the other day, like chaos melt down. And it was the most fascinating thing on the planet. There was zero judgment. Like that's the other part is there's no judge it, there. It, like I, maybe the way that I'm saying it sounds like there's or the words that I was using, but I hope it feels like there was no judgment. It was just like, oh my God, oh my God. Like this is how chaos is dislodging thought patterns. This is how chaos is literally breaking down masks and barriers and like 
ways of presenting masculineness and how you're supposed to be in the world and how you're supposed to be in a relationship and how you're supposed to hold and chaos just fucked you up, bro. And that is fucking beautiful, right? Like, but, but our capacity to stay present to chaos gives chaos its capacity to get to deeper wisdom and truth, to get to what it's trying to do versus had I judged it, I would have never gotten to the truth of the chaos of what chaos was was showing right if i would have judged it, it would have shut it down but instead like staying present if i would have walked away it would have shut it down because then it's like the feeling of abandonment or feeling of being left and we that's for myself too like i know i'm talking about it in another person but it's also for myself the moment i judge my own chaos like whoa sabrina crazy bitch in it aren't you like you you're a little bit off the you know richter scale here that's awful right like what i've just left myself hanging out to dry i have abandoned myself in that instead like my shoulder like i just shared that you know by the way my shoulder feels a whole lot better now that we've even just talked about it here but um but to go into it to stay present to it to give it its space to be with it and then also to ask myself this is another one that I love that we're touching on this one is um, like when the markers are coming, like I know when I'm creating chaos, I fucking know it. I'm sure that there's a lot of places where I'm unconscious to it still, right? It's an ever evolving, ever learning more and more to know thyself, right? It's a never ending fucking journey. But I know a lot of times when I'm creating, like I fucking know it. I know like, oh no, it's a bright, sunny sunny sky in my relationship or my you know in the team let's just say in the rewilding team oh it's a bright sunny sky and i'm walking in with a fucking thundercloud and i got lightning coming out of my eyeballs like i'm well aware that i'm walking in and i'm about to create some chaos but it's where is this coming from what is the intention behind this chaos? And I deepen into it and I get really curious about it in myself before I even express it outward, right? A lot of times before, sometimes it happens in the moment and then you have to kind of reflect on it back and go like, oh, wow, that actually served because da 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 But it's a, it's a reflecting, where is this coming from? What part of myself, so you can go into like archetypal parts of self or just different aspects of self, different characters in ourselves. It's like, what part of myself is this chaos arising from? Is it arising from my wisdom self? Is it arising from my soul? And if it is, fuck yeah, let's let that shit like rip because that's got some really good stuff in it. Is that coming from my five-year-old who needs attention? That's how we start to understand what level our chaos is coming from. If it's actually a gift in chaos or if it's actually, I'm creating chaos because I just, I just need a little love and I can't ask for it. It's like, what is the maturity level that you're wielding chaos from? We all wield chaos. We all do it consciously, unconsciously, maturely, immaturely, whatever level. And it's not like once we get to it, let's just say level 10 is the most mature level and it's gifting chaos, right? It's you're constantly in gifting and it's a service to the world. It's it's heart aligned. It's love. It's total soulful. It's like you are a light warrior in chaos into the world. That's your way of whatever bringing grace into the world at a level 10. 
but it's not like once we get to a 10, we stay at a 10. So I also want to blow up this little bit of a myth of like, well, well, once I get to a 10, I should just always be at a 10. No, okay, then you're going to go home for fucking Christmas dinner, right? And your little five-year-old's going to get kicked up and you're going to create chaos at the Christmas dinner because you just, an old pattern got kicked up and you just need to be seen because you were the invisible child as a kid. And like, all right, I'm going to create some chaos because I feel like I'm being ignored. But to slow down, right? Like, slow it down. Like, and when the chaos is coming, that's hard to remember. Because, I mean, you're literally becoming a tornado. <laughs> but to slow it down and go like, all right, cool. No judgment, total acceptance, getting real curious. I got tornado going on, right? Like, I got, it is coming. And that's how it feels for me. Maybe it feels different for everyone. It feels like a thunderstorm or whatever. But start to get really good with it. Like you were talking about embodiment, right? Like, what does it feel like in my body? What does it feel like in my mind? How do I know? And so for me, it's, it's this tornado energy and it starts to come and it's, I just get real curious. I slow it down. Like, all right, all right. Do I feel like this is coming from a younger part of myself? Do I feel like this is coming from fear? Right? Do I feel like this is coming from old, like old karmic stuff? Right? Or, and so that's kind of anything that I can share around it is just to like love it, get really curious about it, get to know it. Like it's a, it's a continual creating a relationship to it, whether that be in yourself or it be outside of you. You're still creating this ever deepening, unconditional loving, like, higher and higher more evolved relationship to it more enlightened relationship to it where you legit hold chaos to that level 10 because that's what's possible is you could you hold chaos whether it's coming through your environment or it's coming through you as the expression of it you hold it in the highest regard like i will be with this i will witness this for its highest most evolved expression and i will either stay with it and witness it that and you will literally pull it up to that level in your environment in another human being you know depending on your skill set with that or if you are the embodiment of it right you hold that imprint in your body that it expresses at a level 10 right it i will like chaos is coming and if it's an inner child chaos, well, no, that's like a self-care practice then. Like that's a me going in self-care practicing. Like you don't got to let that shit fly. Like you got to self-care. You need to speak your needs. Possibly that's part of self-care. Like, hey, I just need a hug, y'all. <laughs> like, I got a five-year-old in here having a little heyday. Can I get a hug? Great. That's perfect. But to be conscious of, of that. And when you do unleash the chaos, it is from that gifting and all those gifts that we talked about earlier. Damn, Karen, you're yeah. good. <laughs> I just want to say, I'm like, what the fuck's going through here? Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, Sabrina, well, we're, just, we're, just, we're just weaving like always. It's beautiful. And... um. I love that you just brought in self-care. It was really pinging me that that is um, you were talking about, um, you know, when someone else is in their chaos moment or you are, not to abandon, not to self-abandon. And I had a soul friend say this to me 
recently is like it's really important for me not to self-abandon in you know because many of us are wounded in that like we were we were abandoned literally by our caregivers as little ones if we were chaotic we've been told being too much is just a really a bad thing you're too much keep keep the lid on it so we've been wounded in that so we need like and you talked about self-love as well and self-care we need those um uh lately you've been talking to us in the community a lot about sacred self-care and um what is it that you need um you know is it daily practice is it whatever you know journaling are there practices that we need to be doing in this that you return to as part of your sacred self-care so that you can do what you do so that then you know if it's going to serve to bring the chaos and you can think of it like a, a shake-up of the team is needed or, a, you know, like we need to bring new energy into our relationship or, you know, whatever it is. I need to be speaking to a new role I should be doing, you know, at work, <laughs> you know, so um, so that you can bring that at a high level because you've brought it back to self all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're something else I want to share around that. One is just you're so resourced, right? You're 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 so resourced when you're taking good care of yourself. Like your your cup runneth over, right? Like you're you're resourced and things become much clearer when we're taking good care of ourselves. Um the other thing that I want to share around it is when we really develop this relationship to our own chaos, our own wildness, our own fullness, right? However that expresses itself, when we start to develop this not abandoning relationship, you know, like, I will not abandon you. I will be here for you. I will hold. I will stay. I will fucking look after you. I will take care of you, right? Like, for ourselves, you radiate that out. Like you show your children how to be with their own feminine. You show your partner how to be with your own feminine, how they can be with their own feminine, right? It's literally like I watch this so gloriously just ripple out. And so instead of it being like, always like, well, someone, they learn how to do that when we're doing that. And of course it's reciprocal, you know, of course, like sometimes there are people in our lives and they just have reverence for parts of ourselves that we struggle to have reverence for. And they can love, let's say the chaotic aspect of ourselves, the heiress, the heiress in you, the heiress in me. And they just have deep reverence for heiress and they legit teach you reverence for heiress like it is a transmission that you cannot avoid of just like holy shit i just fell in love with chaos and 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 that's like part of the gift of what we get to do together right like part of the gift of all these amazing rewilding circles and the spaces we get to be in together and journeys we get to take together it's just this glorious transmission of of like love for parts of self that maybe we personally struggle with and someone's just like eris what up dude like that bitch is amazing like i'm on my knees in reverence her you're just like huh 
oh, there's a different way. Oh, that seems a lot more loving. Yeah, okay. Huh. Well, it's that easy. I like it. <laughs> so maybe that's the other piece around it. Like, how do you get good with this? Like, the transmission, just this conversation, right? Like, hanging out with you and I having this, like, love and reverence and respect um, and just transmissions that we can give each other that's the feminine the feminine's embodied it's transmissions it's an energetic gifting back and forth and yeah so hopefully hopefully we were able to give a little bit of love <laughs> yeah of course and i guess um uh if we were going to perhaps go to one more place i i'm feeling that we could touch on just just the energy of this moment we're recording in and all of these retrograde planets and, and you know, how to work with um, the chaos that can bring and, like, ways to work now. I know we've already started a, a beautiful um, conversation in our Facebook group on chaos, but, yeah, just just throwing you that one. I love it. Um, I love it. So... We're recording this, I think it's September 6th, 2023. Um, we've just come out of a Venus retrograde, which is the feminine in us taking a deep dive into the underworld that's going into the shadow to reveal the hidden. What is it about our values? What is it about our feminine that we've, and, and it was in Leo, so it's very much about our unique way of shining in the world. So your feminine's unique way of radiance, unique shine. How does love want to move uniquely, truly, genuinely through you? And so we're just coming out of that. There are seven, I think with Chiron, there are seven planet bodies that are retrograde at the moment. That's, that's, that's chaos. That's okay. That is chaos written all over it. Right. So Venus just sharing this because it's the feminine. We're talking about feminine. We're talking about chaos and Eris. Eris is on the nodes, the nodes of fate. Like she's been on the nodes. She's going to keep dancing on them. She's been squaring Pluto. Like we got goddess of chaos and discord, this emerging archetypal energy that we've been talking about. Like she's been loud in the astrology and she's going to continue to be loud. Um, especially on the nodes of fate, that's that's destined. It's just it's it's destined, and it's almost saying like um, chaos, um, chaos. May chaos point to your destiny. May 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 you be brought chaos so that you can follow your true path, so that you can see your true north. May the chaos loosen you from the attachments and the holds that you have on certain things that no longer serve that you just haven't been ready to let let go of um so that's happening all of these these retrograde planets that are happening at the moment that's just <laughs> revise revisit review reimagine and what better to help that happen is chaos right it, it's and so to feel into, let's make it really tangible. And even if this isn't, you're not listening to this at this moment in time, right? When this is being recorded, this is a great practice. So here, I'd love to end kind of on this like tangible, practical practice is what the fuck is rubbing you wrong? Like, because that's, that's where chaos points. It's what's irritating. Chaos is, it's irritation. It starts out as irritation, 
right? It starts as an irritation. It starts as something's rubbing you wrong. And then it gets fucking louder and louder and louder. And the irritation becomes fucking anger and it becomes rage. And then it becomes whatever it is that you end up creating because you don't want to see whatever the thing is. But it's just, just take a little five minute practice, write some stuff down, sit with it, take a drive in the car, go for a walk in the woods and just go, if I were going to be really honest with myself, like zero judgment, I have no attachment to the outcome. I have no, like set yourself up for success here. I have no, because if, if you don't, you're going to avoid, you're going to blank out these sort of things like, okay, I can't go there. That's, that's off the table. Can't feel into that. You're not even being honest. You're not even giving yourself half a chance. So it's, I have no attachment to the outcome. What is it that's rubbing me wrong? What is it that's irritating? Like there's what, and it can be like the most minute, like my silly shoulder, like that pointed to this amazingly beautiful, I really am in a place of revising, reviewing, revisiting my relationship to responsibility, right? There's a shift that needs to take place there. I'm over, I'm, I'm carrying too much on my shoulders is how, and so there's a shift that's happening and it's my teacher. But had I not listened to the irritation, I wouldn't have followed the thread. And so if there's something I can share as just kind of a final practice, let the irritations be their teachers. They're showing us. They're literally showing us. Everyone's like, how do I align to my destiny and my greatest soul path? And you know, what's the next breadcrumb? Follow the irritation. Like, what are the irritations? Because they're sh literally showing you where you need to turn the dial. This is out of alignment. This is out of alignment. This is not fitting. This needs to shift. This needs to change a little bit. This needs to end. This needs to do whatever. But we don't want to go there. We don't want to see the irritations. We want to pretend and put on a smiley fucking face and say, like, everything's all fine. I love my job. My relationship's great. Sex is great. Fuck you. You haven't had sex in three years. Okay, nice. If you want to keep avoiding that, that's fine. But we're hurting ourselves in that. We're, we're, we're hurting ourselves in that. Yeah. So. Yeah, let the irritations be there. Like a lot of love, a lot of compassion, a lot of self-care. It's just, it's all fucking welcome. It's all welcome. It's all welcome. And just let it come out. Let it bubble up. Let it bubble up. And then follow the threads. Follow the threads. Yeah, I love that so much. Uh, beautiful practice. And it's um, uh, where you ended there, you know, we're hurting ourselves with it. We went into that in Bones as well. Like what? is the hurt what is the most vulnerable place and let that be the rub and the, that is the thing sometimes when it's unconscious that's creating it the chaos in our lives that's really messing things up which is what you really spoke to there so that's another one to go to I guess yeah yeah definitely definitely do we want to mention shadow workshop body wisdom workshop and bones I know like we yeah. sprinkled yeah. it in randomly oh, but I think yeah. those are things that people could do if they want to do some practice, you want to do some embodiment practice, you want to deepen into things. Those are three ways that people could journey further into this topic. Yeah, definitely. The shadow, rewilding your shadow, it's going to be beautiful for really diving deep with the intention to do chaos work. Let's do chaos work. Let's do it. Yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. a workshop that you can take 
think so. Shadow Workshop, you can take anything into Journey, right? Or was that Eclipse Workshop? I can't remember. I think it was well, Shadow. Well, that's Shadow. A yeah. Any area of life. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's actually, you could take any of those rubs, any of those little triggers, and that literally takes you into a shamanic journey into the underworld, into the shadow, into the hidden, into the unconscious. So if you're like, well, I don't know, I got this like rubber trigger, but I don't know how to go deeper. If you've got tools and practices, great, go for it. But if you're like, I don't know, I might want to try this. That's a way, that's a way into it. Yeah. Yeah. And for sure, body wisdom workshop, you know, if you, if you don't have those tools every day to, you know, move through there's chaos there there's a rub there what is it breathe into it move into it a guided way to do it and um that's and how i know how to work with my shoulder so if anyone's listening and you're like wait how the hell did you get to that wisdom in your shoulder it's just a weird shoulder thing it's because of the body wisdom that i teach those practices in there that's yeah that's an aspect of that so that's a good one for anyone who's really body-based or feeling that piece of it. Beautiful. So thank you for having me on the show. And um, I'll, I'll pass to you again to, you know, sign us off, Sabrina. Awesome. Um, I just, I want to love up our community for a moment and just a massive gratitude. Like, I know that I say that this is a co-creation, but it is such a fucking co-creation. Like some of this conversation came out of comments that were shared in our Facebook group. You know, I threw up a little post and said like, hey, we're going into the feminine capacity for chaos. What do y'all got? Um, and so just massive gratitude to our community, our support team, to you, Karen, like, fuck yeah, man, jamming with you like this is awesome. Um, so grateful for it. And um, I think just, I don't know. We'll see you when we see you, where we see you, and how we see you. And just so much love. <laughs>